Hello, you are listening to Canecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rednick, and with me today I have John Christensen, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rednick Midcap Core Portfolio. John, thank you for being here today. John, the first quarter of 2021 saw a continuation of strong performance similar to late Q4 2020 post-vaccine news. Can you talk about some of the key drivers in the market that impacted this? Absolutely. You know, as you pointed out, we have seen in Q1 of 2021 is very similar to what we saw towards the end of 2020. The risk on trade has led the way as lower quality cyclical businesses have really outperformed. When we first received the news in November that the vaccines for COVID-19 were on the way, it was a fairly significant, you know, bell-ringing moment and event. This was an indication that there was a light at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic. And stocks that are more heavily weighted towards a reopening trade receive the most notice and obviously the most momentum. Energy and consumer discretionary have been the two sectors that have outperformed in Q1, with many of those names being the ones that were pummeled when the initial COVID lockdown occurred about a year ago. Now these sectors have rebounded, but we believe the question always is, can they sustain and improve their earnings as the economy comes back? John, what were some of the key contributors to the mid-cap core portfolio's returns during the first quarter of 2021? Yeah, absolutely. The top five contributors for the quarter were Brooks Automation, Zebra Technologies, First Financial, Aspen Technology, and Old Dominion. Let's discuss Brooks. Brooks Automation engages in the provision of automation and cryogenic solutions for multiple markets, including semiconductor capital equipment and life science biological sample management and storage. Execution has continued to be strong for Brooks with healthy demand on the capital equipment side for its differentiated products. Uh, Additionally, life sciences showed a strong recovery across products and services, coupled with an improvement in profitability. Even with a second wave of infections, we believe the company is well-positioned to continue this momentum. On the flip side, can you walk us through a key detractor that you saw in the portfolio during the first quarter of 2021? In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, they were Verisk, Equifax, Globus Medical, Broadridge Financial, and Elanco Animal Health. Let's discuss Globus Medical. Globus Medical focuses on the design and development of musculoskeletal implants for patients with spinal disorders. The company's shares were weak in the quarter as elective surgeries took a downturn again as that second surge of COVID-19 cases created another logjam in hospital ICU units. And it did slow down the recovery that they were seeing in elective surgeries. Now, we believe Globus's core offerings have lower waiting periods than other procedures given the structural nature of their surgeries, but delays can't happen. Despite what we some could call a retraction in procedures, we believe the company's robotic sales are indicative of future growth once the pandemic moderates. In our view, Globus continues to maintain a strong balance sheet with good capital allocation, and we remain investors. John, lastly, as we move into Q2, what are some of the considerations you are looking at from a portfolio level? Yeah, we, we have indeed gone through an incredible roller coaster where many businesses have struggled to survive and have taken on significant amounts of debt to stay afloat. These are the same companies that got hit really hard in Q1 of 2020, and they've surged back to levels not seen before. 
However, recall that the market is forward-looking and it is anticipating that these businesses that are seeing higher stock prices should see a large corresponding rebound in their business. Recall that markets can disconnect sometimes right, from the fundamentals in various stages on both the downside as well as the upside. The post-COVID world will look very different in the years to come versus pre-COVID. So we believe the opportunity set is promising in terms of businesses. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on seeking high-quality businesses that could outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of those disconnects in valuation that come our way from time to time. John, as always, thank you very much for your time and the insights you provide our listeners. We look forward to future conversations. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.